Hey, good morning. It is uh, Sunday, the 27th of December. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. And I had a wonderful saying goodbye yesterday, my last uh, service, worship service, leading that at the Naples SDA Church. It was very meaningful to me, and the kindness of people expressing their thanks and, and appreciation was overwhelming and I treasure that moment. I will all my life. Uh, I've been privileged to pastor great churches and <clears throat> each one has been a wonderful experience, sometimes a learning experience. But I believe God had led me to those and even here to Naples, even though I thought I was going to retire and pulled me back into pastoral ministry the last four and a half years has been um, a treasure, truly a treasure. And those of you who may be pastors maybe understand that, what that is like. Um, but I'm grateful to them and I will always treasure that. Um, I want to talk today about persuasion and being persuaded. Um, the Bible talks a lot about being persuaded and things that people are trying to persuade somebody to do something and they happen. Um, this is from Proverbs 25, verse 15. Proverbs 25, verse 15. And it says, though through, through patience, through patience, a ruler can be persuaded and a gentle tongue can break a bone. Ooh, change people, make people persuaded to make changes. Isn't that the greatest thing is to be able to minister and to make changes, make changes in life? Well, evidently there was a New York diamond dealer and I know nothing about diamonds other than I think they, people show them, they're really happy. I guess they're the hardest stone and they even put industrial diamonds on saw blades to cut wood. But, uh, and other things, but here a famous diamond dealer was, uh, known in uh, New York. I don't know him. I'm just reading about him. Harry Winston. And Harry Winston was was um, interested. He wanted to sell this very, very special diamond. And he heard about a merchant in London who was looking for a particular diamond. He wanted to have a very spectacular diamond. And so he sent a message to this dealer in this uh, merchant in London and said, uh, I have something I think you ought to see. It may need, fill your needs. So the merchant flew to New York and came into the store to see and to look at this diamond. And while they were uh, there, uh, Harry, he, he assigned his best salesman to present the diamond to this merchant. And so they went and they looked at it and he pulled out the diamond and he described the diamond, all the technical things about it. He described the beauty, the reflection of the light, how it had been prepared, what had been done. It took quite a little bit to share that as the merchant carefully looked over the diamond. And then he turned and said, well, no, thank you. I don't think this is what I want and started to leave. When Harry said, wait, wait, just a minute, just a minute, let me let me can you would you let me share that diamond with you one more time so he shared the diamond and harry shared the diamond he he went and shared how much how beautiful it was and 
how how the love of diamonds and et cetera, et cetera. And after a while, the merchant bought the diamond. And as he was leaving, uh, the merchant says, well, I don't know what happened, but I, I, I'm glad I bought that diamond. Well, Harry says, well, you know, my assistant is my best salesman and I pay him a lot of money and he does great work. But the issue that he has is he knows the technical part, but he, but compared to me, I don't know as much about diamonds as my salesman does. I pay him good money for that, but he doesn't love diamonds. And that was it, communicating the love to them. And so the conclusion would be, the illustration of that story and of influence is that we could describe to people all kinds of things and all the things that we should do and so forth. But if we don't have the depth of our love and of our beliefs in that system, then we don't persuade people. Persuade people for the things you love, things you believe in, things you hold on to. That, I thought, was a great illustration. So this week, the greatest gift we can give to others is to persuade them, share with them our deep belief in Christ and what has taken place and what's coming. Dear Lord, I thank you that we can look to you. We thank you for your love for us. I thank you, Lord, that you were able to use other instruments, other things, other people to persuade us to follow you. And for those who have not been persuaded, I ask, Lord, give them a chance to be able to hear and to understand the great truth. Be with us as we look forward to the start of the new year. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, please stay well. I will continue to have these up until December the 31st will be my last one. And then after that, I'm going to be principal for a while, <clears throat> interim principal at our K through eight grade school. We've had to have a staffing change there um, for a little bit and help them out. So I'm gonna go do that. And um, I've never been a principal before, but it should be fun, I suppose. Um, all right, we'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless, have a great day.